Welcome to Wild Bills Media and the Arts Podcast. Um, I want to talk to you today about four different Dracula movies. But like in my other videos, um, I'm going to uh, tell you what's up or tell you what's going on. So for the month of October, I'm doing a October Halloween Horror Series. Where I'm going to be premiering a video each week for the month of October. Celebration, you know, October, Halloween, all that kind of thing. Monsters and, you know, and all kinds of good stuff. So, that's pretty much what I'm doing. Um, but today, um, I want to talk to you about not just one Dracula movie, but four different Dracula movies. Um, because... Uh, there has been so many adaptations of Dracula out there and so many different movies done that there's no really kind of one set thing of what Dracula is. I guess, I mean, if you really look at it, pretty much Dracula came from the novel of Bram Stoker's Dracula. Okay, so that's sort of the basics of what Dracula is and what Dracula is all about. Over the years, Dracula has been portrayed in many different ways. Some good, some bad, some indifferent. You know, I would love to say that I've seen like all the adaptations of Dracula, but I haven't. Some I care to see, some of them I don't care to see. Um, one that I did see that I'm not going to talk about today was uh, Dracula Dead and Love It, done by Mel Brooks, which is a funny ass movie, and it's and it's it's cool in its own rights, but I just figured I'd kind of talk more about the ones I want to talk about. So I guess what I'm going to do is I'm going to um, kick this off with the original Dracula um, with Bella Lugosi. I want to say this movie was done in like 19, like 32 or something like that. I think was the original release date. So it's in black and white. And it's basically, you know, about Dracula who manipulates uh, this real estate dude, Renfield, to sort of kind of um, basically get him a flat in London. And he kind of like sleeps in his coffin by day and terrorizes people at night by, you know, killing them by drinking their blood and stuff. It's, you know, it's sort of a pretty simple movie. It's, you can tell it's dated for the time. But I don't have no issues with Bella Lugosi in his portrayal of Dracula. It's just that um, the movie is just kind of, it's old, it's, it's dated, um, some of the performances wasn't that great. Um, some of the scenery, I mean, it, it was, let me put it to you like this for a movie that was done in the early days of cinema. It's not a bad movie at all. Dracula, like a lot of people hints kind of, um, as Bella Lugosi's, their portrayal of Dracula. When you see, you know, Dracula, when you see people dress up as Dracula, most of them dress up as the Bram Stoker's version of Dracula because that's sort of kind of 
the image that people get when they see Dracula. And a lot of people don't know this, but when Bella Lugosi died, his only request was to be buried in his Dracula outfit because that was the movie that made him famous. I mean, he did like another movie. A few, he did a bunch of movies and um, White Zombie. He was in a movie called White Zombie, and it was it wasn't a bad movie for its time. Um, but he was known for uh, Dracula, and I think he reprised his role in Bride of Dracula or something like that or Son of Dracula or something. Um, but, you know, for what for what it is, you know, Dracula is not a bad movie whatsoever. It, Bela Lugosi is, to I guess, it's kind of like this. You can have as many people play Dracula as you want to, but most people is going to see Bela Lugosi as Dracula. That's kind of like a Superman. You know, you can have many portrayals if you want of Superman, but a lot of people harken back to um, Christopher Reeves as Batman. Um, you know, or as Superman. I mean, I'm sorry, as Superman. And when I when then when I see Superman in these days, I sort of see Christopher Reeves still as Superman because he was. I mean, he wasn't the original, no, but for. I guess in the eighties and you know, he made the Superman popular character uh, popular again after the series that was done by, was it George Reeves or something like that? Um, you know, a lot of people kind of look as Christopher Reeves as Superman. So when you think of, of Dracula, you think of Bela Lugosi. Um, that's sort of kind of one of my, my favorite, Trails of Jackie. I don't think the movie, like the script and all that stuff, it, it is as good. But I mean, what can you say for the early days of summer? I mean, you know, it's just I don't know the how much I don't know that it goes along with the book as much. Um as a just like the vampire part of it, but um it's not it's a take it or leave it. But they have, I think, uh, several uh, versions of this out now. I think there's a 4K, a Blu-ray, you know, they have it on DVD. I think they might even have a, like a collector set, I think a steel book out or something. Um, but you can um, you can pick it up on, on Amazon. I recommend, like, the, the four Dracula movies that I'm going to talk about today are the ones I recommend people watching. Because they're the ones I've seen and the ones that I like. Now, there's some other portrayals of Jackula that's probably really good. There was a series done in 2013 that looks real good that I want to try to pick up. And there was another one done in 2020 that I haven't seen yet. Um, I may actually try and check that one out. So, you know, there's a vast, there's vast movies out there about Dracula. These are the ones that I that are my favorite and, and that I want to talk about. Now, another Dracula movie that I want to talk about. Dracula Untold, starring Luke Evans. 
Now, this is kind of a different portrayal of Dracula. It's um, how do I how do I want to explain this? It, it somewhat goes along with Bram Stoker's Dracula to a certain extent. Um, basically, the plot of the movie is he's like a knight or a warrior or whatever. And he's done fighting these battles and he's ready to come home and settle down and just be, you know, whatever. Well, the guy, the son of the guy that he used to, you know, fight for the king or whatever is now taking over and he's wanting um, these people to sacrifice, like, is it like a thousand sons or something to, to be put into the military and and to go off to fight and war and stuff. And he's got like, I think, two young boys himself, or at least one young boy or something. And he doesn't want to those days are kind of over with, and he doesn't want that for his son to have to go through the things that he went through. And at the beginning of the movie, he find he winds up um find oh uh, he's he's searching for this this um guy i guess that killed some of his men or something he winds up in this cave and that was when he first sort of encountered dracula or the vampire or whatever it is okay and somehow or another he makes it out well he knows that this creature has like brute like the strength of a thousand men or whatever and um it can move really fast and all this stuff. But so when he realizes that um that he can't win the war without, you know, sacrificing something, he goes back to the cave and he confronts the vampire or whatever you want to yeah, I guess you call him vampire. I I would say I'd call him Dracula, but he's not Dracula. Um, so basically he tells him, he says, you know, you'll have all these strengths, all these weaknesses. He says, but when I give you this gift, he says, if you can survive without drinking human blood after three days, you'll return to normal. Well, so when he gives him the gift, he goes home, you know, he's, he's, he's like a vampire. I mean, he's like, you know, Sunlight bothers him, silver bothers him, all this stuff, you know. He um so his wife knows something's kind of up right away, but his people don't. And so eventually, like they come and like destroy some stuff or something other. And he has to send his people through the woods to protect him or whatever. Well, Eventually, in the movie, when his wife dies, that's what that's what snaps him, and that's when what makes him because he had almost like beat the thirst, and um, but he still had all that strength and everything at the beginning, and um, so he like pretty much decimated the army, and but some actually got in, got by him, and. Uh, sent his wife to her death or something. And that was when 
when he found her, she was still like barely breathing and stuff. And so it, he snapped and he, you know, he drank her blood and become dry. Well, at the end, towards the end of the movie, he has to sacrifice himself to become, to save his son at the end of it. Um, because the vampires have him and they're going to like kill him or whatever. And so he like moves the clouds back and the sun comes down and sacrifices himself and kills the other vampires too to save his son. Now, a lot of people don't like this portrayal of Dracula because they look at it as like, you see, Dracula was one of those things where Dracula turned because he was betrayed by religion and, and all this stuff. And, and he chose the darkness for, you know, other reasons. Well, in this, in this adaptation of it, it's like he chooses the dark and he chooses this way because he has no other choice. It's not like it's um, a choice that he made because he's just selfish and wants to be an asshole and wants to rule the world. It was like he had no other choice. And then it kind of, um, you know, it kind of takes some of the portrayal of, of Bram Stoker's Dracula because um, you know how like in Bram Stoker's Dracula, which is one of the movies I'm going to talk about in this thing, was you remember how his wife, Willem, his wife plunged to her death and then when he saw the other girl there, she reminded him so much of his wife. You know, he wanted to be with her so bad. Well, at the end of this movie, it's modern day, you know. Um, and I guess Dracula came back and he, he's all these years later. And he sees a girl in like, I guess, London or somewhere or wherever it's at. It reminds him of his wife. And so he sort of kind of, gives her flower and starts talking to her and all this stuff. And it, the funny thing about it is the guy that gave him the power, see, what happened was once he transferred the powers over from him to him, once Dracula actually became Dracula, his curse was broken. So this guy actually kind of becomes Van Helsing at the end of this movie or whatever. And now he's like after Dracula to try to, you know, kill him or whatever. Um, it's a different uh, portrayal of Dracula. It's um, it has some elements of Bram Stoker's Dracula in it, um, and it I think it's a good movie. It's I like it. I like it a lot. I think Luke Evans's performance in this movie is spot on. It's great. Um, you know, Luke Evans, like some of the other actors I like, are kind of like. They're underrated actors. They don't get the credit that they deserve. And but his portrayal of Dracula in this was awesome. Um, he just it he did what he did with what budget and what script that he had. And I thought he'd done an excellent job being Dracula. And like I said, um Dracula is one of those things that are beloved by people, and once you change it a little bit. They sort of kind of have this thing where well, that's not Dracula. Dracula going to be anything you want it to be. Because Dracula is not really a certain person. Dracula is more of an idea 
of what you think the undead is supposed to be. So you can make Dracula anything you want to, or anybody you want to. And and for what reasons you want to, it doesn't have to be a certain thing. So I recommend Dracula Untold. I loved I went to the movies and saw this. It was great. When it came out on Blu-ray, I I bought it. I bought Steelbook version of it. I think it's I think it's just an awesome movie. And um, if you like Dracula, this is the one I recommend you going out and watching. Okay, so now we're going to get into Bram Stoker's Dracula. The one that most people know as probably the most famous famous Dracula other than Bela Lugosi's Dracula and the one that's based on the novel by Bram Stoker's and the one that's sort of kind of been held as probably the Dracula movie. Now, I have a love-hate for this movie. Um, I just don't think... Um, I don't... Let, let me put it to you this way, okay? I don't have anything against Gary Oldman. I think Gary Oldman is a great actor. Um, I've seen him in a lot of different roles. And a lot of the roles I've seen him in, he was great. But I just don't think, to me, he was Dracula. I mean, he just didn't... I mean, I just don't know that if it was the script or the way they done Dracula with the makeup and the, with the, like him being old and then young. And I guess maybe it's the, the way you perceive or take Dracula or whatever. Um you know, because like one part in this movie, he was like, what was it like some kind of like, almost like bat wolf looking thing or some shit in this movie. Um, It's, I ha I don't really have a problem with the cast in this movie. I have a problem with how they done it. Um, And I just don't think Gary Oldman, to me, was the right fit for Dracula. I think if they would have used someone a little bit younger, um, I kind of think that um, it would have been a better movie. Now, I don't... I mean, I've watched this movie a few times. The problem I have, the problem I have with this movie is I think it kind of drags and it has this like, I think there's a lot of stuff in here that doesn't really need to be there. Um, I just, I kind of think, like, <clears throat> here's the funny part about it. Dracula is a dated movie. Bram Stoker's Dracula is a dated movie. And I think it was because how they done it the way it was done 
and everything, it just kind of throws to me Dracula off. Maybe it's because I've never really, I guess, sat down and really maybe appreciated this movie like I probably should. Um, I, I think I have the Blu-ray version of this. So maybe one day I'll sit down and really dive into this movie. Like I just think a lot of like I just think a lot of the stuff with like the Jonathan Harker stuff and the the Mina stuff and her interacting with her best friend and some of the the way they done some of that stuff, it's just kind of like it's corny. Kind of like it's like I don't know, they make these people out to be idiots or some shit. And I just think that myself now, like I said, I, I'm a fan of remakes unless they're done right. I would actually like to see a 2000s-esque version of Bram Stoker's Dracula redone with someone with a kind of a different view or take on Dracula. Um, and bring this this movie back to life, or, or or Bram Stoker's version of it. Um, now I've read. I have to admit, I haven't read all the novel. I've read some of it. Um, it's not a bad read. Um, I don't know. I guess. I guess to me is a lot of people praise this movie. And I don't see the big deal in it. Like, I've seen better portrayals of Dracula. Um, but it's a classic. And it's one that a lot of people like. And you can tell that it's 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 a cult following because it's every time they bring, because they brought it out on VH, I think it was VHS. Then they done it. <clears throat> on DVD, and I think it might have had a couple DVD releases. Then it brought it out on Blu-ray, and it's had several different Blu-ray releases with special different packages and everything, and now it's on 4K and everything. So it has to be a movie that, that sells and is a favorite among a lot of people. But to me, it's I think it's just slow, and it's just kind of, you know, you got all this part with Jonathan Harker, which is, if I'm not mistaken, Keanu Reeves' character. And he's at Castle Dracula, and you got all this shit with Gary Oman walking around with his fucking big old bun, hair, hair buns on his fucking head and stuff. And I'm sitting there like, that's not fucking Dracula. I'm sorry, but it's like, what, what, what's the purpose in all that, right? And he's like this, kind of like this lost fucking... I mean, Dracula, I've never seen Dracula portrayed in the way that um, they did this in Bram Stoker's, right? When I think of Dracula, I think of this young, vibrant guy who is, you know what I'm saying, not this changing in between a young man and an old man and, and all this shit. It's just, it... It to me it makes the it just makes the movie kind of like okay, you know, this shit is now when he now 
with him as Dracula when he was like the younger, kind of like younger version of Dracula, it wasn't so bad. But that all that old shit where like he's like an old fucking man and he's got this like those hair buns and shit like that. And I'm sitting there like, what the fuck is all that, man? You know what I'm saying? It's just it I don't know. It 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 gets to me. But I recommend this movie for those people that love Dracula. And if you've never seen it, you may you may like it and it may be your favorite movie of, of the Dracula series. Mine, not so much. I mean, it's a movie that I can watch. You know, if some people say, hey, you know, it's Halloween. Let's sit down and watch Bram Stoker's Dracula. I'm like, all right, if that's all we got to watch. But it's not one that I would sit there and, like, just say, oh, I got to go watch Dracula, so I'm going to watch, you know, Bram Stoker's. I would watch some other type of Dracula movie instead. But, you know, that's just my opinion, and you may like it. And <coughs> that's okay, because everybody has an opinion. So I got one more Dracula movie that I want to talk about today. And this movie kind of gets a lot of hate. Um, I don't know why. But. And this is a movie. It's Dracula 2000. Starring Gerard Butler. Johnny Lee Miller. Justin Waddell. Jennifer Esposito and Omar Epps, okay? Um, and it was done by Wes Craven. All right. So basically, um, you know, this movie's kind of like not different from like any other Dracula movie. You know, he's Dracula. He's looking for kind of like a wife or a bride or something. To have someone to spend eternity with. Okay. The problem, the thing, I, I I have a love hate for this movie too. But I'm I'm gonna give you the positives of, of this movie first. Okay. Plot of this movie is those people that are on the screen now, the Omar Elps, the one chick, the one chick to the very the blonde, the black haired girl, Omar Elps, they're all um Basically, they know this rich guy. He's Van Helsing. Okay, they don't know he's Van Helsing. And they know he has his fault that he protects with like everything he has. They think there's some grand, vast treasure in there. So when they break in, get through get in through all the boobies, traps, and everything, all they find is a casket. Well, they think, well, you know, hell, I bet you the casket's treasures in the casket they think that the caskets they're the fool fucking people well so they take the casket not really not realizing that dracula is what's inside of the casket and so basically when they go to mess with the casket and they finally get it open um Some of them survive a plane crash. Some of them don't. And he turns them. And so now they're kind of like his minions. And these two, the one chick here and the one guy in the very front, the white guy there, they're, they're all, she's kind of like an innocent woman. He's the one that she's that he's looking for, like to be his bride. 
and he works for Van Helsing. Well, basically, he's trying to get to her to turn her or whatever. So they go through this whole thing of trying to stop Dracula. She keeps having these dreams of this guy, and he's and it's Dracula. Now, I'm going to tell you all something. Gerard Butler is one of those underrated actors in Hollywood that's just, he should get more leading roles than what he does. He is just so great, but yet the movies that he plays in aren't all that great. I understand why a lot of people hate this movie, but I'm going to tell you what. If anybody hates this movie because they don't like Gerard Butler's performance of Dracula, then I think they're I think they're you know stupid because I love his portrayal of Dracula. Now, basically, after after you know they try to kill him and everything, he she wants to know like. Why are you Dracula? What made you Dracula and all that? And this is all towards the end of the movie, right? So he like, I forgot, I think he like cuts her neck or something. Or or, some, or she drinks his blood or something other. And you see, you see the Last Supper. And then you see Judas and 30 pieces of gold. And you see the crucifixion. And then you see Judas hanging from a tree. And the rope breaks and Judas doesn't die or he, or he dies, but it's like he comes back to life. Okay. The basic of the movie is Dracula is Judas Iscariot. And Judas was the one that betrayed Jesus for 30 pieces of silver that basically got him crucified and died on the cross. That's why he hates crosses and silver so much was because he betrayed Jesus but now that Jesus wouldn't let him, uh, God wouldn't let him die. So now he's like, I'm creating the world in my image instead of yours or whatever. And that's why he's like, he's walking the, the world as a vampire, you know, changing people, making them the undead. That's kind of like, it's like, okay, you're going to punish me for not letting me die. Well, then I'm going to turn your people into what I am now or whatever. And it's and it's it's a great story. I love how I love how they they do that. And I never would have thought in a million years that someone would take a a story out of the Bible, like the story of Judas, and craft a vampire around him. And and I think that is really cool. And that's what I think one of and me being a religious person myself, you know, um I think that's I think that's really cool. Um, but the plot in this movie and a lot of the actors in this movie are just, they're terrible. I got to admit to that. Um, but Gerard Butler, the reason why I'm talking about this movie is because I think Gerard Butler's portrayal of Dracula, the way he looks, the long hair, the black trench coat, the black like shirt and stuff, uh, his Scottish accent and everything. He just nails, to me, he nails Dracula. And it's what I think, it's what, when I look at Dracula, it's kind of like what I would see of Dracula. He like makes, I'm going to put it to you like this. 
Dracula Untold and Dracula 2000 kind of makes Dracula like a badass. Where some of the other portrayals of Dracula, they're like, he's just this fucking guy that was turned and and he's no he was nobody special, but now he's somebody because he's um a vampire and he can kill people and turn them into vampires. Well, in in these movies, it, it's kind of like portrayal as Dracula like a badass. And that's what I like. That's what I like about these these movies like they give they give Dracula a, a some kind of a substance other than just it's almost like if you if you trace some of the other Dracula's they're kind of like lame you know what I'm saying um it's just the look that he has and the the way he portrays Dracula and everything it's it's awesome I love it I, um now there's I think there's like two or three sequels of this movie and they all blow. I mean, because Gerard Butler was never in any of the sequels. And I understand why this this series of movies that kind of get the hate they get. Um, but I enjoy Dracula 2000. I I like the way they went, the way they portrayed Dracula in this movie. And like I've always like I said um earlier. Dracula can be anybody you want to. Dracula can don't have to be what Bram Stoker made him in his novel. Um, like for me, I'll give you an example. I'm a writer. Um, I'm actually working on my interpretation of who I think Drac or who Dracula is, or my portrayal on Dracula is kind of different from anything anybody else has done. So when that's get done, I think that'll be I think that'll be interesting. But that's what I'm saying. Like if these movies and see, here's the thing about this Halloween horror series that I want to talk about. Some of these movies, some people are probably going to talk about why did you choose these movies? Some of these movies suck. Some of these movies are whatever. I understand how people feel about them, but there's some people out here who have never seen these movies and they go by what other people tell them. All I can say is when these when you go to watch these movies, you have to go into these with an open mind. You can't go into these movies thinking, okay, well, this is how I see Dracula. This is the way I want Dracula. And if Dracula is not portrayed in this way, then I'm not going to enjoy it. You can't do that. Because every, every person that's ever played Dracula has put their spin on it. From Bela Lugosi all the way up to the new Dracula series they had come out in 2020. People have put their own spin on them. Some good, some bad, some mediocre. Some, the portrayals of Dracula was really good, but the script and the and the actors and the plot around them were fucking terrible. But the people who played Dracula were great. Um, That's what I'm trying to say. Like, um, I just, I, I don't like taking the movies that everybody else loves and do I do movies that I enjoy, and I try to bring those out and talk about them because I think sometimes that these movies get a bad rap for a lot of reasons that they shouldn't. And um, and like I said, I think this was one of the movies that sort of kind of boosted Gerard Butler's career. Um, and like I said, I think he's a great actor, and his portrayal of Dracula in this is awesome. And whether you like the movie or not, um, 
try he his portrayal was great and if you don't do nothing but watch the movie for Gerard Butler I think you'll enjoy it um that's that's pretty much all I've got to say I love you know um Dracula um is whatever you want him to be and so I guess I'm gonna have to um go in and watch some other Dracula movies um down the line maybe kind of get see how some other people portray Dracula and what I think of their performances or whatever but these are the movies that I've seen I think I may have seen like maybe one other or whatever and they were kind of like low budget kind of movies that oh okay well you know they tried the person that played Dracula wasn't bad but the rest of the movie just kind of blowed And, and that's the thing so um, just kind of go in looking at it as I'm, I'm going to go in and watch it and watch the person that's playing Dracula more than what's, what's around what the movie's plotted under and how they do it because that's why you're here if it's got Dracula in the title that's what you're looking for you're looking for Dracula and that portrayal of Dracula not everything else that goes around Dracula because those stories are all been kind of the same. Here, these people—they're slayers. They're trying to kill Dracula. We know that. It, that's nothing new. But what you're looking for is a portrayal of Dracula. And I think, and I think Gerard Butler does a hell of a job. And most of the movies I'm talking about, everybody that played Dracula w- was decent. Um, even Gary Oldman at times was a good Dracula. But it just, um. Now you have to kind of go in. You have to kind of go in with these movies with with an expectation of. And even if you've seen this movie one time before and you think it's junk, and you're like, "Well, I want to go revisit this movie." Go into revisiting this movie with an open, with a new mind, with an open mind, saying, "Okay, maybe when I watched this movie before, I wasn't really into it, and I just watched it to watch it." So sometimes you have to do those kind of things. You have to you know, open your mind back up to something and really give it a chance. And if you hate it after that, then that's your choice. And you're honestly, and I can respect that. So that's it guys. Um, That's all I want to talk about, about Dracula. And this has been, you know, part of my um, October horror Halloween series. And so I want to say thank you. And um, I hope you enjoy these videos. And um, this is Wild Bill signing out of Wild Bill's Media and the Arts podcast.